Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, a podcast to help you uncomplicate your life and biz. You're tuned in to episode 54, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. If you're looking to simplify and streamline your business, you're in the right place. One of the best ways to do so is to set up workflows, templates, and utilize a scheduler, which is exactly what I did when I decided to use HoneyBook, my CRM software that I was already using for my one-to-one time management strategy clients, to simplify my podcast guest workflow. In this episode, I'm not only telling you why I wanted to try out HoneyBook for this and how it saved me so much time, but I'm also going to walk you through my exact workflow for my podcast guest episodes. Now, even if you're not a podcaster, I want you to stick around because this tool, it can be applied to many different areas of business. And while I'm only walking you through my podcast guest workflow today, I think that it might spark some different ideas for you. So let's not waste any more time and go ahead and dive right on in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, How do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hey, sweet friend. Sorry to pause the episode, but this will just take a quick second. I know that you're here because you want to simplify your business so that you can find more work-life balance. And I want that for you too, only I know that sometimes when we're already overwhelmed, the idea of simplifying can feel overwhelming in and of itself. First, you've got to decide what exactly it is that you want to simplify, then you've got to learn how to do that, and then you can finally actually implement. But that's a lot, right? Which is why I've created something to help take the first two steps and the pressure off of you. I made a free quiz that will tell you exactly where to start simplifying your business and how to do it. All that's left for you is implementation. Then you'll have more space, time, and mental freedom to keep the simplifying snowball going. Want to take that quiz? I know that you do. Just head to amandawarfield.com forward slash quiz to take this fast and free quiz now. Based on your answers, it'll tell you exactly where to start, and I'll send you some help on exactly how to start in that area. So hit pause head to amandawarfield.com forward slash quiz and start uncomplicating your life and biz today. When I first decided that I wanted to batch schedule my podcast interviews, I was excited because I don't do that many guest interviews, right? I try to pepper them in once a month or so-ish because one, I try to keep my episodes really short and sweet and I don't 
guest episodes are just generally longer. And two, I don't want to have guests just for the sake of having guests. And so I don't have a lot of them. And the, okay, I need to get one for next month, and I need to get one for next month, and I need to get one. I was just having all of these interruptions in my weeks trying to coordinate when I could have someone come and be a guest. And then you're doing that workflow once here and once there and once here. And there are a lot of moving parts and it really easily could get out of control. And it did. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to set aside one week each quarter where I batch my guest interviews. And it has been so helpful (laughs) for getting that done and making sure I'm communicating well with everyone. But there were still a lot of moving pieces. And because it was so spread out, if I'm recording guest interviews in December, I'm not recording them again until March, right? So it's so spread out that I was constantly forgetting what needed to be done when I was dropping the ball on communication. And I wanted to be able to see what needed to be done at a glance. I wanted something to tell me, this is your next step. This is your next step. Because I I didn't want to drop that ball. I wanted to be able to communicate really, really well with all of my guests. Because like I said, I don't have guests just for the sake of having guests. I I pick guests based on who I think is going to really serve y'all well. And if I'm not taking care of them and I'm not serving them well, then I'm doing not only them, but you a disservice as well. And I don't want that. And so... I got tired of dropping the ball. I got tired of realizing, oh, I never told them when their episode was going to air. I never told them this. Oh, yikes. Their episode went out and I forgot to mention it to them because I forgot to schedule out the email. And I also got really tired of searching my sent messages to see what had been communicated and when and what else needed to be communicated. So I turned to the CRM tool, which I believe stands for Customer Relationship Management Tool or Client Relationship Management Tool, something along those lines. I turned to my CRM tool, HoneyBook, to try to figure this out because what I loved, loved about HoneyBook working with my one-to-one clients was that I could set up an email one time. I could write an amazing email, make sure it had everything it needed, that it was on brand, that it really served my people well, and write it once and then forever moving forward, just tweak it a little bit for each client to make it personal for them. I wanted that with HoneyBook because I was essentially sending the same emails over and over and over again for all of my guests. They just needed to be tweaked a bit. I also loved that with HoneyBook, all of my communication was in one spot. I click on a client and I see everything that we've said back and forth to each other without searching for searching through the sent mail and searching through different emails. And it's all in one spot, which is really nice. And I also love that with HoneyBook, when I create a workflow and I say, okay, first this email needs to be sent, and then a week later this one needs to be sent, and then I need to do this thing, and then I need to do this thing, and then this email needs to be sent, I can create a workflow, tell myself all of those things, set dates and times to the workflow, and then HoneyBook populates that. I say, okay, attach this workflow to this client, and it says, all right, this is what you need to do today. This is what you need to do tomorrow. This is what's coming up. And it tells me what to do when because I've already 
thought out the whole workflow and it, and I've created all the emails and all the templates and it says, all right, send this email. And I just have to click send. (laughs) It's so nice. It saves me so much time because I've already done it once. I've made it amazing. And then I can just do what I need to do really, really quickly moving forward. HoneyBook has saved me so much time with my clients that I thought maybe I should try using HoneyBook for my podcast guests. It was an experiment. I figured I'm already paying for it. It may work. It may not. But if it does work, it could save me so much time and headache and I could serve my guests better. So I tried it. I created a new brand within HoneyBook, which again, I use HoneyBook. I know there are a lot of other CRM tools, Dubsado, Monday, I believe is one Maybe that's a project management. I don't know. But there are a lot of different, like 21 hats or something. There are a lot of different CRM tools. I don't know what capabilities they have and they don't. But with HoneyBook, you can create multiple brands under the same account. So I have my Amanda Warfield brand, which is for my one-to-one time management strategy clients and communicating specifically with clients. I also have my Chasing Simple brand, which is specific to my Chasing Simple podcast and guest interviews and things like that. The reason I created two separate brands is because it separates the different workflows and emails and it just keeps things a little bit more organized. So I created a different brand. I set up all of the emails that I needed for dealing with guests for the podcast. I set up all of my workflows And I figured, why not experiment? So here's how I set it up. I'm going to walk you through it so that you can do the same. I created that new brand. Then I wrote all of my templates, all the the emails that I needed to send out to my guests. So I've got an email that says, here's the scheduling link. And then if they don't schedule, I give them a follow-up. And then once they schedule, I send a confirmation and say, hey, you're scheduled. And then one week before, and then I tell them in that, hey, you're scheduled, I'll send more information closer to your date because a lot of times they're scheduling a month out. So that's pretty far, right? So then I send one a week out and say, hey, don't forget, we're meeting. I'm going to ask you questions similar to this. This is the outline of the episode. Don't forget these things. You know, it's important to have headphones. It's important not to be eating, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Here's how I record. Here's the link. I do use video, but I don't save it. It's just for us, yada, yada. Then I have an, a thank you email that I sent afterwards, thanking them for coming on. And then I also have a, hey, your episode's live email. Here's what I would love for you. Here's the graphics I created. I wrote all those emails. I wrote them once and now I just have to move forward. And when HoneyBook says, hey, it's time to send this one, I send it. It's pretty magical. After I created the brand and after I wrote all those templates, I created my workflow, which I came up with just by looking at all of the individual steps I already took. Some people will record themselves doing those things. I just sat down and said, okay, what's the first thing I do? And then what do I do after they do that? And then what do I do after that? And then what do I do after that? And what do I want to add to this that I would love to start doing? And I just wrote out exactly what I wanted my workflow to be. I put that into HoneyBook. I added dates. And from now on, every time I add that workflow to a certain project, it tells me, okay, this is what's due today. You have no tasks for now. You have this many left, but don't worry about them yet. Yada, yada. So that's how I set it all up. 
It was really that simple. It took me mm, a couple of hours max to set it up. And now I don't have to spend multiple hours dealing with every single podcast guest. Now, here's what my exact workflow looks like. First, I will decide what guests I would like to see on the podcast for the next quarter. I have a list in Trello that I'm always updating when you send me guest ideas that you want to see, when someone pitches to me and I like what they're putting out there, when I get an idea or I come across someone that I'd love to have on there. I have a running list in Trello of all kinds of people I would love to see on the podcast. So I sit down and decide what am I going to be talking about for the next quarter? Who would I like to see on here? I immediately reach out to them to see if they're interested, and I send the application link as well. That will automatically put them into my HoneyBook. Once they're into HoneyBook, I send them my scheduling link, and then once they schedule, I email them a confirmation. This is all done a month out. So right now, as I'm recording this, it's the middle of February, and this week, I'm reaching out to guests, potential guests. I will not be recording. My interview batch week is not until the end of March. So I'm doing this a month out, which is why having HoneyBook tell me what to do when is so helpful. So they get that email saying, hey, you're confirmed. I will, you know, so they get that email saying, hey, you're confirmed. I will give you way more information at this time. Here's a general idea of the topic I want to talk about, though. A week before their scheduled interview that they've scheduled and they just get to click my thing and say, this is what I want. We don't have to go back and forth because HoneyBook has that intuitive scheduler. And this is something I didn't mention earlier, but another reason that I tried HoneyBook with the podcast stuff and decided it would be a worthy experiment is because I already have my schedule for my clients to book inside of HoneyBook and the two brands they mesh. So if I have a client scheduled, it won't also let me schedule a podcast guest. And so that has been super helpful so that I'm not trying to coordinate a Google calendar over here and an acuity calendar over here and my HoneyBook. It's all in one place. So that's another reason I really, really love using HoneyBook for this. But they've scheduled and I've sent them that, hey, I'm going to remind you a week before with all the information you need, I send them that, hey, we're one week out. I'm really excited to talk to you. Here's what we're going to talk about. Do you have any questions? Yada, yada. And then because I have the recording date in their project, after we record, HoneyBook reminds me, says, hey, don't forget to send a thank you email. And hey, don't forget to handwrite that letter and send it off and mail it. And it reminds me of these things so I don't forget the moving pieces. Then it also reminds me to schedule the email saying, hey, your episode is live. Now, I can't do that until I've had my batch week for whatever month that episode's going live. And so it's important for me that HoneyBook reminds me because I'm not immediately saying, okay, thank you, email. Thank you, letter. And ooh, schedule that final email and then I'm done. No, because I still have to batch create the graphics, the audiogram, all of that stuff that I'm going to send to them to make promotion easier for my guests. So I can't do that for one, two, sometimes three months, depending on when their episode is scheduled. I need HoneyBook to remind me to do that. 
So that's my exact workflow. I've already told you what templates I use. Some things that I don't do, but that you totally could, is you could set contracts for your guest. I know I've signed contracts for being a guest on podcast episodes before. I probably should have contracts in place for my guests, but I don't do it. But you totally could really, really easily with HoneyBook because they have the contract system all there really intuitively. And then another thing, I don't have sponsors for this podcast at this point. I like using my own ads, but what you can do is if you do have sponsors, you can also create contracts for them and send them off through HoneyBook. And so you can have your sponsors and your guests all in one place under your HoneyBook roof. So this was a super, super practical, tactical episode. I imagine you're going to want to listen to this more than once so that you can get all of the notes written down and everything for creating something like this for yourself because we went over how I use HoneyBook specifically because we went over why I loved using HoneyBook for my podcast guesting, why it's so helpful, all of the different templates I have for my emails, and I went over my exact workflow for you which is a lot. And I know that. So be sure if you need to listen to this a few times, especially if you're driving right now, don't take notes. But the other thing I want you to do is if this is something you know you need, that you know you need help getting organized and more on top of your podcast workflows, or even just with your one-to-one clients, I highly, highly recommend that you get yourself set up on HoneyBook. And if you go to the show notes, which amandawarfield.com forward slash 054, If you go to the show notes, my referral link for HoneyBook, it is an affiliate link, but if you use that link, you get 50% off your first year. I use someone's referral link for my first year of HoneyBook because I was like, I don't know, I kind of want to use it, but it's a lot of money. Is it worth it? I don't know. So I use someone's referral link myself and it is amazing to be able to get that 50% off. So head to the show notes again, amandawarfield.com forward slash 054 and click on my referral link in order to save yourself $200 and get your whole year of HoneyBook for just $200 instead of the normal 400. That is the price as I'm recording this. I don't know what it'll be in the future, but the referral link is 50% off. So go do that if you know you need A, you need to work better with your clients and be more organized or B, if you know that you need help with your podcasting guests. And then this week's book recommendation is The Other Misses by Mary Kubica. Y'all know how I am with names. The Other Misses, though. This is um, an unreliable narrator fiction novel. His really, 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 really good. I give this one five stars for sure. I love books where there's a twist, and I know that Some people love to try and figure out what they are. I love to be blindsided, but either way, I think you're really going to love this one. So check that out. The Other Misses by Mary Kubica, K-U-B-I-C-A, or just head to the link in the show notes because you're going to go anyways to get that referral link. Check out that link and see that book for yourself. And until next time, I hope this will go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. 
I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.